Good morning. Welcome to another good day with Ray. Thank you, everyone who reached out yesterday and told me that they were excited for the podcast to be back, that they were excited to be able to listen again. And I just really appreciate the support. I appreciate you tuning back in. And I'm really excited for the new part of my journey and maybe of your journey and our journey together. So thank you for being here. Every day I would like to start the podcast with a prayer. If I ever forget to start the podcast with a prayer, maybe you could do that on your own. I actually recorded an intro and I forgot, so I can only imagine if in the future I don't. But just know that that's the intention. And today, I would just like for our prayer to be, and and here's why I would like to start it off that way, just real quick. I want to start it off that way because, like I said, this podcast and the intention and the motivation of it is to connect us with God every single day, connect us with, you know, each other and our soul, our spirit. And I just remember for the past two years, even before that, there were days I didn't pray every day. That wasn't in my practice. It's not something I did automatically. And sometimes I think lately, I don't even know if I've been praying now. I I talk to God a lot, but I don't know that I pray. I think there's a difference, Um, but so just telling you the intention of why I want to start with a prayer, and I really want today's prayer to just be thank you, you know, thank you, God, for waking us up today, thank you for the food in our fridge. For me, every time I tell God thank you, I always say thank you for Blanche. I think she prays and says thank you to God for me too. Um, I was gonna. Oh, I had such a cheesy joke. Oh, I'm not gonna say it. So, whatever you want to thank the universe for this morning, say thank you. And I love that that's a form of prayer, that we don't always have to ask for something or, you know, beg God to solve a problem or all that. We can literally just say, thank you so much for what you have given me. And with that being said... I just kind of pictured myself shifting gears for a second. Like if we were in first gear, we about to kick it up to three because today's episode is actually a recording that I did right when I got into Austin, Texas, and I found myself uh, driving up on the FBI SWAT team there in the area. It's a little wild. At least in my head, it was a little wild because all of the things that I started to think about when I saw this SWAT team and how things could have been different had I been somewhere else or left earlier to go to Austin 
So yes, here is that episode for that recording. And I will also check in with you again after the uh the recording. So all right. Enjoy. Good morning. Welcome to another good day with Ray. Actually, it's 6 p.m. <laughs> I am in a new city right now. It took me about seven hours to drive here by myself with Blanche in the back seat. Blanche, do you want to say anything? No. She was very vocal on the ride here. It was something else. I wish I could have recorded all of it, but... Anyways, we have made it in one piece, and my apartment that I got on Airbnb isn't too shabby. There's, like, string lights, it's a one-bedroom, plenty of closet space, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nice. So after I dropped Blanche off at the apartment, I was starving, so... I changed my clothes, brushed my hair after a seven-hour drive, and searched for a Trader Joe's nearby, which, by the way, there's a Trader Joe's like not even a mile from this apartment, which just means it's like a little heaven on earth. You know what I mean? Also, I have a cute little balcony that I'll probably be drinking coffee on. I'll take some pictures of that. So I get in my car and I go to Trader Joe's, and there's a cop blocking off the whole road going to Trader Joe's. And I was like, well, that's weird. Let me try to go around. So I went to this other street to try to go to the parking lot another way. And I like, I'm just going to say, I shit you not. There were like, I feel like I saw at least 10 FBI agents in this parking lot. There were cops everywhere And now I was like, okay, they're really blocking off the road. Something happened. Somebody died. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, somebody died today. Um, Just like, it's not even a mile from my, where I'm staying. So I go and I park and I noticed before I went to the Trader Joe's, there was a Sprouts nearby. So I go to look in my GPS for the Sprouts and I was going to go over there and get a couple of things. Um, for some reason, I didn't feel like ordering out tonight. And I felt like staying in. I'm just really tired. I'm going to eat, bathe, go to bed. But after I looked at the sprouts, I just Googled. I was like, Austin shooting. And there was definitely a shooting in that parking lot only two hours before I got into the area. So... Very interesting. Uh, I kind of thought about it to myself, and I had plans to leave earlier. I don't know if I had left earlier, if I would have been, like, more energetic and wanted to go out to eat instead of now where I just wanted to go into a grocery store, get a couple things, and then go back home or go back to my Airbnb. But, Yeah, I kind of thought, I was like, oh my gosh, I probably, I could have been in that Trader Joe's like two hours ago if I left my house when I thought I was going to leave. And then maybe I wouldn't have, but it's so crazy. It was so close to the house. It wasn't like a random shooting. This person did not, at least from what the article said that I read, the person did not go there to just shoot up. 
Trader Joe's. I don't even know if it happened because actually there's a huge strip there. So there's a Starbucks over there. It's just like one of those strips. And um, it seemed they said it was a domestic uh, violence murder. I think two, two females and a male died. And if I read the article, you know, I don't want to say too much about it. I want to, like I thought, they said the man that did the shooting was a former detective, which is like, what the hell, you know? But I kind of just glazed over the article. Anyways, anyways, I'm telling y'all, because as I am on this trip, I'm just going to do these little updates and then I'm going to compile them and I'm going to make this little huge podcast out of my trip here and I don't think I said where I was at. I'm I'm in Austin, Texas. So I love Austin, Texas. I've been here twice. Part of me just feels like one day I'm going to live in this area. I just love it so much. And yeah, so right when I get into town, right when I check into my Airbnb, find out there's a triple homicide like a block a couple like uh, about a mile away so very interesting I am talking about it on the podcast because I am not calling my mom and telling her that this happened <laughs> um the people in the Austin area I went over to Sprouts and I was talking to the cashier and for a while they didn't know that it wasn't a kind of like domestic terrorism thing originally without all the details of why the shooting occurred they thought it could happen to anyone so they locked down this whole area from what I was told right when I got into town is when it lifted so people in this area have been scared for hours and yeah it ended up being like a domestic violence shooting so that's my first hour in Austin, Texas. I feel safe. I think that, I mean, this could have happened anywhere. This could have happened anywhere. And I was almost noticed myself wanting to get scared. Like, oh my gosh, should I have come here? Like what in the world? But I don't think that that is, a ref is reflective of the whole area. Like where I've, where I work, they've had shootings before. Not like in my post office, but in the area, like every city has things like this happen. So just a really interesting, sad, mostly sad event that happened today, just a, a mile away from where I'm staying. So, all right, that's all I want to say. I'm heating up some like shrimp rotini stuff. And I'm chilling a bottle of rosé, eating chocolate-covered almonds, and gonna eat a Mediterranean salad as well with some bread. So I'm be feasting, having a good old time, relaxing, me and Blanche. And yeah, I will be updating you again real soon. All right. So that was the recording. From the first hour I was in Austin, Texas, listening back to that, I remember how much my mind was racing, how much I pictured being in that parking lot with bullets going through the parking lot, 
and or me being in Trader Joe's and bullets going through the, the grocery store. All of this was happening in my head uh, because actually the article I read about the shooting, I'm not sure that at that time a lot of the articles had where the shooting occurred. And so I actually learned that the shooting was at an apartment complex across the street. So I wouldn't have been in harm's way at that moment. What happened, I guess, since there were so many cops in the area, they just decided to take over the Trader Joe's parking lot um, and in that strip probably because the shooter was still on the loose and that's why they locked the area down. There was an active shooter in the area. So they ended up taking over that whole strip in case I guess he wanted to maybe go across the street, but it actually happened in a home across the street from the Trader Joe's. So I wasn't in the imminent danger that I thought I was in going into the area or that you know, you heard in the recording, I thought in the moment that had I left my house just a little bit earlier, would I have been there? These were my thoughts. This was where I was afraid. And I just, yeah, listening to that back reminds me of like, I was just, I was sad. I was scared a little bit, but I wasn't going to call my mom because my mom would have been like, you get your ass back home right now. All right. You know what I mean? So I actually didn't call anyone and tell them about it because I didn't want anyone to be worried about me. I wasn't worried about me and I knew it was going to be okay. And I am okay. Nothing like that happened again while I was in Austin, but it was quite the, mm, it was the, it was quite the first hour in the area for sure. So, in closing, if we can take a couple deep breaths. You down for that? You down for that? This morning while I was doing a my seven-week journey, which at the end of this seven-week journey, I've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast that I am doing a personal seven-week journey. It's like a workbook. It's for something that I'm trying to cultivate in my life and... It's very personal. No one's, well, I have a couple people that I've asked to do it with me and some people are, but with this book that I read every day and reflect on and journal about, I thought this quote was interesting in it. So I wanted to read it to you. And it says, if you don't know where you're going, every road will get you nowhere. Harry Kissinger. And I thought that was an interesting one to use for today because, well, in one way, I knew where I was going. I took a seven-hour drive to Austin, Texas. Um, I've also taken, well, there were times where I always pictured myself getting in a car and just driving and ending up where I end up. But I just wanted to read that quote to you today. If you don't know where you're going, every road will get you nowhere. I think it's interesting and it made me have thoughts. It made me want to start scheduling a couple of things in my life because even though we're not all 
packing up our bags and going to different cities, I think every day we make choices and all of our choices are guiding us down a road. And it makes me wonder if the choices I'm making, if it's the road that I want to go down or am I just continuing to make choices to go down this road and because it's familiar and yeah, so I just want to leave you with that quote and I will be updating y'all a little bit more on my first official day in Austin and what I learned on that day. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.